Welcome to the Move the Stairs podcast by the Denver-based public relations strategist at MNC Communications. We help clients from the CBD industry to nonprofits and beyond tackle their toughest communications challenges and protect their brand using our state-of-the-art tools and strategies. I'm president and founder, Diane Mulligan. For us, public relations is all about brand protection. We are experts in growing active communities, deflecting negative public relations, and building trust to help our clients stand head and shoulders above competitors. I'm Vice President Sarah Beatty. We're all former journalists. We've been in front of the camera and behind the scenes. We call our experience insider media relations, helping clients turn crisis communications and media relations challenges into opportunities that bolster the bottom line. And I'm PR manager Jordan Sherman. At MNC, we craft distinctive and effective solutions for your communications challenges. We call it our Move the Stairs philosophy. On this podcast, we share our best ideas for brand protection, crisis communications, media relations, and more. Let's get right to it. This week's Move the Stairs podcast. Jordan, you're the fitness guy. Like, you're Mr. Workout Guy. I wouldn't go that far. (laughs) (laughs) More so than I. But today we are talking about how you can measure your brand's fitness plan. Your brand's fitness plan. Hey, Cheryl, thanks for joining. How are you doing today? Um, And you're going to be able to sleep soundly at night. By the end of this episode, we're going to help you sleep soundly at night knowing that your brand protection efforts are really creating brand protection for your CBD business, right? People are going to pay attention to what you're doing. And this has been our theme all month long, Sarah, all January. It's kind of been the new year, new you, you know, get your CBD brand whipped into shape. And today we're going to put a bow on that conversation by once again, kind of tackling three really important topics. The first one's going to be how you can measure your progress. And we call this benchmarking because we are coming up on the end of the month. Hard to believe, right? Um, So you're going to want to look at how you've progressed toward your monthly goals in January. Then we're going to move into some strategies and how you can modify your brand's fitness plan as needed. Because let's face it, sometimes things come up and you need to address those goals to make sure you're still making the mark and working toward your annual objectives. And then finally, we're going to deep dive into how you can keep the motivation and your plan going year round so that you can continue to protect your CBD brand. That's the trick, isn't it? Like, you know, like just like a fitness workout routine. Yeah. You got to keep it going. You got to modify it and you got to measure progress. So if you're joining us live, like Cheryl is today, please jump into the conversation by answering this question in the past. Can you tell us how you have specifically measured success for your brand? What does that mean to you now in the comments section? I want you to put an answer to that question. Um, cause we'd love to find out how, what, what, um, you know, we know what makes a PR plan successful. Mm-hmm. 
what for you as a CBD business owner makes you feel like your brand is successful. So drop that answer in the comments. And don't forget every episode, we have a free downloadable one sheet. So at the end of our live broadcast, I'm going to drop a link into the copy. Uh, that's the little post at the top. You can follow that link directly, get our free downloadable. And today we are giving away our event plan. So you can craft this for your future events, or you can kind of turn it into a little bit of a pseudo monthly PR plan or strategy sheet, if you will, for yourself by using those smart goals. That is a super useful resource. I'm going to see if I can uh, share my screen on that in a minute and show you what that looks like. But let's jump right into this. So I hope everybody will remember that referrals, Cheryl says, by the way, that's how she measures success, which um, I think is a, a great strategy specifically because Cheryl works on, uh, on, uh, on uh, LinkedIn. And so mm -hmm. making sure that she gets lots of referrals is really important for her business. So I appreciate that. Um, so all this month, guys, we have been talking about fitness for your brand, CBD brand protection strategies. And we started at the beginning of the month um, talking about how you can start from scratch with building your plan. And that's the, um, the sheet that we're sharing for this episode. But what we know from creating really powerful PR plans and executing those for our clients is that the best way to measure your progress is to have a predetermined amount of time set aside to measure against those SMART goals. And Jordan SMART is specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and time-bound. SMART goals that you establish at the beginning of the month or what we do for our clients is, is we establish those at the beginning of the year for our mm -hmm. clients. Um, and that's the very best way. And that's what we call benchmarking. It sounds fancy. But um, Mr. Workout Guy, take us through what, <laughs> what that looks like. You know, it's really no different than, you know, if you try to enter a new fitness plan, right? Um, you want to try to measure where you're at compared to how you stacked up. So if you go to see a fitness trainer, for example, they're always going to put you through a test to see where you're at physically. And then after a period of time, usually it's about four to six weeks, um, they'll run you through another test so that you can try to measure where you are now versus where you are when you started. You wanna do the same exact thing with your CBD company, right, Sarah? Yeah, absolutely. And you know, that's, there's so many parallels here and guys, that's why we're talking about <laughs> fitness plans and PR plans, because really the same strategies apply here. So think about what are you trying to improve at the beginning of the year, at the beginning of February, you know, we're mm -hmm. wrapping up January. So think about if you haven't started yet, let's get started in January. So what, what's a measure of success for you? Social media metrics. Absolutely. You can measure, you know, followers, likes, engagement, mm -hmm. um, responses, shares, you can measure all sorts of things. Sales. Absolutely. You better believe that's important for CBD businesses. Uh, maybe the breakdown, maybe you're trying to increase online sales or increase in-store sales. Uh, so maybe looking at a metric like that. Media mentions, obviously a great way to measure uh, awareness of your brand. Um, you know, and at the, what we use in a lot for our own work and for our own work for clients 
is um, a sales funnel format, which I think is going to make a lot of sense to CBD businesses. Um, you know, and you know, the standard sort of sales funnel. So at the top of it is awareness. Do people know you exist? Mm -hmm. um, do they know what your brand is and what you offer? You know, that's the top of the funnel. Next is engagement. So does my target audience um, like the information that I'm giving them? Do they like it enough to follow me on social media? Do they like it enough to, um, to engage with social media posts, to share them, to you know, make a comment on them, to add some additional information? That's now engagement. So you're getting folks a little further down the funnel. And then finally, um, you know, converting those folks to being loyal repeat customers. That's, right. you know, the, the end of that sales funnel. And, you know, that's a way that you can measure progress in this CBD plan. Am I, am I getting people down this sales funnel to the point where they're converted to be loyal paying customers? And I think it's the same whether you're talking CBD business, whether you're talking really any other business. And it's certainly what we do for MNC. I think I'm going to um, compartmentalize. I can talk this afternoon. A <laughs> quote from Friday. A, yeah, right. A uh, Houston Chronicle small business article that they shared not too long ago. Um, and the short version is, is they said having goals gives everyday tasks more meaning and clarifies the reasoning behind company decisions. And the last part of that, the part that I just read is just so important, Sarah, because when I think about um, a fitness routine, if you go to the gym and do the same thing every single day, you're going to see progress on what you work on, but you're not going to see progress for your entire body. So if you get into the habit of repeating the same things every single day for your business and think you're trying to, or if you think that's a sound strategy to meet your overall annual objectives, you're going to be surprised when you look at the end of the month and say, wait a minute, we're doing really well here, but these other places have been totally neglected. Well, I think that's a great point. And I think um, it's kind of a good reminder to be careful of the habits that you build mm -hmm. um, because you know, those start to reinforce themselves. And just like you say, you know, you jump on the treadmill because it's easy and it's quick and, and yeah. you know, fairly pleasant. But is that building your arms? No. So, you know, if your goal is to really have great arms by the time we hit swimsuit season, a <laughs> <laughs> treadmill's not going to do it. The beach biceps. <laughs> right. Exactly. So, you know, everyday tasks and certainly we all have tasks that we need to do every day. You got to get the bills paid and you got to answer those emails and you got to do the things that aren't going to show up at the end of the month in your goals. Um, but you really have to think about the tasks that are going to show up at the end of the month in your goals and make sure that you prioritize those. Um, make sure that you're, you're getting to those right off the bat. Mm -hmm. And just because it feels like, Oh, this is tough. Or boy, I'm I'm, you know, really working on this and I'm not sure I'm seeing progress yet. I want you to think about the end of the month being just one of those places to benchmark. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like you're not gonna start a, a workout routine and get to the end of the month and go, wait, I don't have beach arms. You know, forget it. No, you're gonna, okay, fine. I've been doing this for a month. 
uh, you know what? I feel better. I feel a little bit stronger. You know, I, uh, not seeing results yet, but I'll bet if I give this another month, I'll bet I will. And last week we talked about how long it takes to develop a good habit. It's about 60 days, 66 Mm -hmm. days. Um, So if you are in the habit of working toward your business building brand protection goals a little bit every day for 60 to 66 days, guess what? You're going to start to see those results, see those results um, you know, by, by somewhere mid Q1 to early Q2, right? It's the old adage, 1% every day. Yeah. I think that's absolutely true. Absolutely. We want to know. So tell us in the comments again, and I know LinkedIn, unfortunately at this point, I know support, um, (laughs) our comments going out to LinkedIn. So we'll address those on the uh, live stream as they come in. Uh, but we want you to tell us what metrics will you use to benchmark your business's January progress? Think about this month in general. What are you going to use to benchmark against it? And I think a great opportunity here is to tell us versus what? December, January right. 2020, what are you comparing this month to? And I think that's really important based on where we were uh, this time last year compared to where we are this time this year. Well, you know, we ran into this uh, this week or last week when we were putting together a report Mm -hmm. um, on Move the Stairs, you know, how many people are engaging, seeing it, you know, that whole sales funnel. And we were live the first two weeks of December. And then the last two weeks of December were Christmas week and New Year's week. and, And New Year's was on that Friday. So it didn't make any sense in the world to do a live uh, broadcast on Christmas day and New Year's day. So what we found is when we pulled those metrics to do a report, we're not gonna benchmark January against December because December numbers were wonky for all sorts of reasons. Mm. Um, And so, you know, that's where you start to make some educated guesses. Should I benchmark against November? You know, because that was a real consistent month and we were live for all five Fridays of November. Do I benchmark quarter over quarter so that I get a little bit wider view of um, the progress that I'm making? Um, And I think you just play with it until you find a metric that really feels good and accurate and makes sense for your business. Yeah, it was it was tough for us because we didn't have this in January 2020. And in December, it was really weird too. So um, that's a really good point that you bring up, Sarah. And as you're working to make these plans, I want to remind you, we do have that free downloadable. You can check it out. Hey, there it is. There it is. Building an event plan. And you can easily modify this from a specific event to a long-term event, such as your goals that will help support your annual objectives that you're working on for your CBD company. Uh, but our Move the Stairs Friday chat, Diana's not here. And if I tell the anecdote, I'm going to introduce all sorts of factual inaccuracies, such as wrestling bears and fighting <laughs> off circus clowns. So, Sarah, can you tell everybody what does it mean to move the stairs? Well, move the stairs is the guiding philosophy that we use here at MNC. And um, it comes from an event in Diane's career where she was. Um, trying to get the first interview with a politician who was accepting the nomination that night. 
and it was for network news. And the rule in network news is if you're not first, you've lost. Mm -hmm. Uh, There isn't a second or third place in network news. It's first or nothing. And so she's standing there in this big ballroom and there are those stairs that lead, it's going to lead the candidate off the stage directly to the competition. And Diane walks over and is, you know, frustrated and standing at those stairs and realizes that the stairs are just bolted to the stage. You can unbolt them and take those stairs. They're on wheels and wheel them over to the other side, which is genius. And this is the part where I would have introduced the wrestling a bear in order to, but I digress. (laughs) I don't know where (laughs) bears would have come in on this, but she moved the stairs, literally physically moved the stairs from one side of the stage to the other candidate gets done with his acceptance speech walks right down the stairs to her crew and they win the night. So the idea there for us is um, don't stand there and go, Oh, well, they got there first. There's nothing I can do. Or, oh, well, if only we were over there, or, you know, it's seconds fine, right? Seconds fine. No, it's not fine. You figure out how to make it work no matter what you've got going on. So Jordan looks like his uh, internet has seized just for a second. I'm sure he's going to pop back in, but we're going to move on to modifying your brand's fitness goals. I'm glad you're back, Jordan, because I can't carry this whole thing myself, my friend. (laughs) Well, in in the fitness world, we call that a plateau, right? So when you have worked so hard, um, but all of a sudden you just stop seeing results and Eventually, you may come to a point in your, we'll we'll call this your brand fitness plan, where you're not seeing the results that you want to see from your CBD brand. And I I think before you go crazy modifying those goals that you have um, really put a lot of thought into to support your annual objectives, you have to reflect on a moment and say, okay, what is working? What's not working? Will I see results later on? Right, Sarah? Yeah. And then we just sort of mentioned that a second ago, just because you don't hit your goals one month mm-hmm. um, doesn't mean you should necessarily chuck out that goal and start again. That's tossing the baby out with the bathwater. There's a, there's a metaphor for you, Jordan. <laughs> you know, take a look at your goal and and try to figure out why is it not working? Are there external forces at work that, um, you know, were beyond your control? So for <laughs> Boy, a, I wonder what that would be. <laughs> who, who knows, COVID-19. Yeah. So if you were preparing to launch a new CBD product and a supply chain interruption disrupted your sales goal, I wouldn't throw out that sales goal just because you had a supply chain interruption in one month. I would just say, you know what? not a big deal. We're going to double down on this goal again this coming month now that the supply chain interruption has been solved um, and keep going on that. Or if that supply chain interruption is a permanent fixture, now you have a different problem to solve, which is that supply chain problem, right? And then, you know, but it doesn't mean that you throw out your sales goal because of a supply chain issue. So uh, just be really, really careful as you're looking at those goals, especially if you're not making them, um, to not throw them out if they still apply and there's another problem that you need to actually solve instead. I think sometimes, too, we see it so often that something will just kind of pop up out of the blue. And this doesn't have to be a crisis. So don't, don't let your brain automatically go there. But these could be good things, too. 
um, that are high priority and they may take precedence and you may be introducing a new goal um, on the fly, which may, uh, again, you know, be more important than the, the other goals you had been working on. So again, you don't have to necessarily chuck those out, um, but you can move them to the next month or, you know, some of the um, actions or activities that you would do in support of that goal, you can push off to the next month because you know you have to focus on what has just popped up and is going to take all of your attention. You know, I think a really good example of this era was last year during the pandemic. Um, we had a client who was planning a big outdoor event. And I'll bet you can guess what happened to that. Everybody mm. listening um, on the podcast or live right now, um, they they could have gone forward with the event. But, you know, they didn't want to risk it being a super spreader event for COVID-19. But until it was completely off the board, MNC prepared for that event as if it was going to go on, just delayed, mm -hmm. you know, every now and again until it was finally canceled. And what we did was pretty cool. We almost prepared the audience for the event, and they still to this moment have no idea that it's going to happen. But when it does happen, they're going to be like, oh, my gosh, everything that we've been seeing makes sense now. It's This is really exciting. Well, and basically, we pivoted from a live event to mm -hmm. <clears throat> an online social media campaign. So all of the work and the preparation. So there was video. There were photographs. There yeah. were um, text descriptions. There were, you know, so it's all this material. Um, just because we couldn't package that up and do a live event doesn't mean we can't use that material. So switcheroo, instead of measuring number of people who come up for a live event or, you know, a number of different ways that we would measure something for a live, uh, you know, a live happening, uh, we turn that into a social media campaign. And then we measure against that campaign for that client, which was actually one of the most successful campaigns topics um, throughout the entire year on social media. And that's really a classic move the stairs moment. You know, we still had this obligation to the client to make sure that this, that, that the event we're ready for that event, whenever that event right. might happen. And that we're using everything that we've got um, to pivot in that particular moment and make it work in another way. Um, and, and it sure worked and it will probably work again this year. If we can do that live event, here's, here's hoping cross your fingers. Right. You know, I think in general, when you're looking at these things every four weeks or monthly or however the calendar happens to shake out, um, you're allowed to look at some of these more granular details like that anecdote that Sarah and I just told you. And as you're working through this with your CBD business, you can really deep dive into what you did that month. So while things on the surface may not look like you worked toward accomplishing that goal, but as you really kind of look at things nugget by nugget, you get an opportunity to see what it is you exactly did. And then you can massage those goals if you need to heading into uh, February or March or Q2, if the case, uh, you know, if you need to, right? Right. Well, and so we want to know what you think. Um, about these strategies. How are you planning? Tell us in the comments. How are you planning to adjust your CBD business brand protection PR goals heading into February? Um, maybe you're adjusting them from goals that you had set last year. You know, maybe you're adjusting them because something happened in January where you go, you know what? 
that goal just doesn't make sense. Maybe you're going to double down on that goal mm -hmm. and say, you know what, I'm going to focus on this and here's how I'm going to handle it every single day in, in February. Uh, and I'm going to see what I can do to make progress toward that goal. Cause I am sure that's the right goal. So let us know how you're planning to adjust or tackle those goals in February. And we're going to be, so that we're, today wraps up this fitness focus, our brand fitness CBD brand protection PR fitness program for January. Now looking ahead to next week, to next month, which is next week. Hard to believe. Um, I know. A new theme, Jordan. I'm so excited for this because next month is Valentine's Day. So all next month, we're going to be talking about relationships. In the spirit of everybody's favorite consumer holiday, all month long, we're going to bring you actionable strategies to boost your brand's relationships, beginning with messaging behind hot button topics such as politics, which couldn't be a hotter button I don't think there is one currently. So it's a we'll give you some fruit too, because it's <laughs> really applicable year round. But man, oh man, it's really going to be a good conversation starter. I think is you know, we're looking at kind of the new year, new you, new administration, and um, you know us trying to new challenges. Yeah, move forward and address new challenges. But yeah. speaking of challenges, uh, if you ever gone to the gym. You know, you have worked out for four weeks in a row. You haven't seen results and you just kind of feel, eh, you know, uh, you don't you don't want to go back. But mm -hmm. you got to keep the momentum going, because as we just talked about, just because you don't see details on the surface doesn't necessarily mean that good things are not happening. And, you know, throughout the entire month of January, we've talked at length about your brand's fitness program. Just like a, a workout routine, if you're trying to lose weight, build muscle, you need a level of support. And you know, we talked about how, what that support looks like for your CBD brand. That's going to be your SMART goals, Sarah, right? Specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and time-bound goals or objectives. And you know, working toward those objectives through your monthly goals. We talked about the weightlifting routine yep. you should put your CBD brand through. You know, this is going to be a, uh, a metaphorical weightlifting routine for your brain so that when something negative pops up or a full-blown crisis, instead of panicking, and we call that the normalcy bias, be sure to go back and check out that podcast because it's a really, really good one. Yeah, that's a great one. Yeah, uh, you're prepared to deal with it. And then finally, we talked about the aerobics, you know, building your endurance for your brand so that when it comes time. Um, you have the energy and the skills to use different tools to carry out your monthly goals in support of these yearly objectives. Right. And this is where the benchmarking technique really shines. So this is that habit building. You review your goals every single month. You benchmark against where you started or what makes sense. Um, and then you see, you can see that progress that you're making toward your goals every single month. And if you're not making progress, that's okay. You know, this is your chance every month to evaluate whether you need to update that goal, whether you need to just really buckle down on your emphasis on achieving that goal next month, or replace the goal with one that fits better. And this is where I whip out my mom voice. And I say, just be very honest with yourself 
about whether you need to change that goal or whether you just need to work harder to achieve that goal, right? So we know this is, it's work. You know, just like working out is work, this is a lot of work. But benchmarking these goals, um, checking them every month, checking your progress toward your larger goals, um, and tweaking or adjusting or um, recommitting yourself to those goals um, helps keep you hyper-focused on your larger annual objectives, your sales, your loyal customers, things like that, how you want to expand your business. And if you've set up SMART goals, specific, measurable, attainable, time-bound, relevant and time-bound, you will get where you want to be, right? You absolutely will. Yeah. And part of our conversation last week, you know, we told everyone how we meet every Monday. So that gives us a hyper-focused, detailed look at what's going to happen that week for ourselves as we support ourselves as a client, in addition to our other clients as well. So What's kind of cool is when we do our monthly reporting for these clients, not only do we look back on what we had done and accomplished um, in support of that client for a given month, we also look at what's happening during the current month and then do a look ahead to the following month. So you've got 90 days of data there. And for us, it really helps us keep our foot on the gas pedal and not only looking back at what we did and saying, man, wow, we did a really great job. And then looking at what we're doing presently and comparing that to what's coming down the line to make sure that everything is aligned as we look at things um, almost quarterly when we go through these monthly meetings. It's really helpful. Yeah. And Jordan, you and I have chatted away and we've got to wrap this up here quickly, Mm -hmm. but I love this strategy that you have for motivation, which is one that, again, comes right out of a fitness plan. Exactly. So, you know, most professional athletes, you may hear them uh, say, oh, I'm going to have a cheat day today. And no, that doesn't mean they're going to go be naughty behind the back of their spouse. It means they may <laughs> indulge in a nice ice cream Sunday, right? Ice cream, not <laughs> naughtiness, ice cream. Exactly. I mean, for me, that's like every other day, but we won't go there. <laughs> but it, it can be the same thing when you're trying to motivate people, um, you know, your team, your staff uh, to complete these monthly goals, right? Can't you offer an incentive? Well, and, you know, here's some studies really quickly. Um, Individual incentives can increase productivity by 27%. Mm -hmm. Team incentives, this is crazy to me, can increase productivity by 45%. So here's the other thing. Long-term incentives work better than short-term incentives. So what might that look like for your CBD company? Maybe cumulative effort to boost um, boost sales toward a holiday bonus for everybody. Maybe everybody gets a, an extra PTO paid day off uh, in the following quarter. Um, you know, maybe some other perks that you come up with as a company to really motivate the whole team to work toward that goal. So we want to know what you think. Let us know in the comments how you're going to use the brand protection strategy we've talked at length about today. And boy, this was a beefy conversation. Can you give us a recap, Sarah? Yeah. So what we talked about today, measuring your progress, benchmarking, Mm -hmm. modifying your goals if you need to, or recommitting to those goals if you need to, be honest, and keeping that momentum going 
with some incentive strategies for either you as an individual or for your team throughout the month uh, and therefore throughout the whole year. I think those are great, great move the stairs strategies for your CBD brand protection PR fitness program. I could not agree more, Sarah. And thank you everyone who joined us live today and everyone who's listening to the podcast. We appreciate your support. If you enjoy the podcast, please rate us and give us a review. Uh, and we will be happy to field any of your questions ahead of next week's episode. Feel free to email us or drop those in the comments. Remember, we're always here to help you protect your brand, build your business with strategic public relations, insider media relations, and crisis communications. Have a great weekend, everybody. We'll see you right back here. Same time, same places next week. <laughs>